This is In Process with Parker Lee. Thank you so much. I truly, truly do appreciate if you're watching this video. Now, what if I told you that every single day you lie to yourself? And on top of lying to yourself every day, that you don't have integrity. How does that make you feel? Feels good, doesn't it? Probably get you a little frustrated, a little angry, upset, questioning who the hell is this guy making that kind of statement. Well, I'm gonna explain what I mean. I truly believe that there's six main areas of focus in our life to find happiness, joy, fulfillment. We can call it success. Uh, one thing I've learned with success, tangent, is success is not the same to everybody. We always think successful, we think of someone who has a lot of money, things, that to me is not being successful. My version and my perception of success is true joy and happiness and having unconditional love for yourself. That's the purest form of joy that you can have every day, no matter your life situations. So to me, that's the ultimate success. So value, I'm a huge proponent and believer of providing value. And what value can you get from watching these videos and listening to me? One is I'm going to say, don't, don't just listen to me. That's not what I want people to do. I want you to start learning to listen to yourself. But what I can claim in my world, in my reality, in my perception, I've found success. I've found true joy, happiness, and fulfillment, no matter what happens in my life. And because of that, I wanna help as many other people as possible find that exact same thing. So how do we break this down? When I talk about lying to ourselves and not having integrity, I had that same statement about integrity uh, made to me last year and it stung at first, but I'm gonna break it down. These six areas of focus, these are the, to me, the most important things to focus on. And if you can apply uh, your habits, your way of operating, into these six categories every single day, there's no way you don't eventually find that joy, happiness, your authentic self. So what are these key, what are these, uh, key areas? Well, the first one is relationships. That, that's the foundation. Now, relationships, I'm not talking about relationships as most people think. We used to think of dating, marriage, or friendships. Now, the relationship that is the most important is the relationship with yourself. How you feel, how do you, how do you act, how do you think, how do you operate? Do you actually know who you are, right? Having that relationship and taking the time to get to know yourself, date yourself. What are your likes, dislikes, your, your hobbies? What do you like to go do? What do you actually want out of life? That's the first one. Second one is emotional. Now, emotional intelligence, emotional awareness, understanding your emotions are a vital part of being happy and being joyful and having success. Again, my version of success. Uh, and why are emotions so important to understand? Well, let's face it, we're human beings. We have bodies, right? We have a lot of chemicals running through us. Our emotions are chemical. So understanding how these chemicals affect you 
and when they trigger you, when they pop up, how you respond to them, how they make you feel, what causes these chemicals to be released, and how do you respond to them? How do you control these chemicals? How do you get better with your eating, your diet, meditation, different things that you can do to better understand your emotions? So when emotions pop up, you're not projecting those onto other people and you're better able to, to control yourself. So understanding your emotion, emotional intelligence, emotional awareness. Now the third one is mental toughness, is mental. Mental toughness, mental fortitude. Let's face it, life's not always simple. Life's not always easy. Sometimes we get smacked in the head over and over and over again. Sometimes we wanna quit, we wanna give up. Having that mental toughness and learning and creating habits that help you become more mentally tough to get through certain situations. After mental, it's physical. So physical is taking care of this physical body, right? Eating, not, not eating junk food, sodas, candies, fast food every single day. Actually taking care of this body, exercising. And that doesn't mean necessarily going to the gym and lifting weights. That's, that's not for everybody. There's multiple ways of getting exercise and becoming physically fit and feeling better. Um, and then the next would be spirituality. Now, this can mean a lot of different things to different people. Uh, I'm myself, personally, I'm not religious. I, I consider myself just spiritual. I'm, I'm big on energy. And the, the most simple form of me helping people understand what that means to me is how many people see little kids say, oh my gosh, they have a lot of energy. They feel good. Or when you wake up, feel great and you have great energy that day. That to me is, is my spirituality is energy. And that's what I do everything in my life is to make sure I have optimal energy every single day to perform at a high level. So that's why these key areas of focus are so important to me because they're all about energy to me and creating the best energy I can have and feel all day long. And now the final key thing to focus on in your life and to make sure you understand about yourself, your beliefs on it, is your financial beliefs. Now, each one of these things to me have a belief system and a truth. A lot of times when we hear belief, we instantly think, oh, religious beliefs, spiritual beliefs. Well, we each have truths and beliefs in every facet and every aspect in our life. So the question I have for you is, when, when's the last time you question your beliefs? When's the last time you asked, well, what do I believe? What do I think about all this, right? Again, not, not just life from a religious standpoint, but if you were to think about each one of those categories, what's your belief on your relationship with yourself? What does that look like? How do you view yourself? How do you feel about yourself? When you look at yourself in the mirror, what is your response? When you're with people, you're out in public, how do you feel about yourself, right? Understanding that is very, very important. Who are you? Now, why I say people are lying to themselves is because you are. <laughs> I haven't met a person yet this past year since I've been on this, this journey of finding someone who hasn't lied to themselves. And I, I, I'm, I'm guilty of it sometimes too. A lot less than, than God, but I used to lie to myself a lot. I was full of shit. And what I mean by that is how many times do you do things or say things that really aren't true to you or that you really don't want to do 
or aren't really you, but you've pleased and been a people pleaser or pleasing your family or pleasing your parents or pleasing your friends or pleasing your coworkers, your boss, and you're making, making shit up. But it's not really who you are and it's not really what you wanna do. Think about that. Think about last time you were in a relationship or even with your family or your parents. And they're asking you about life and you fluff things just a little bit because you don't wanna to be too honest, too transparent. Fear of them getting mad at you, upset with you. They don't like what you're doing. You lied. So that's you lying to yourself, right? Constantly lying to yourself about what it is you really want out of life or in certain conversations that you want people to believe something other than what is. You're trying to make yourself sound better, look better, feel better, but you do it to yourself. We break down each one of these categories, relationships, finances, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. You're lying to yourself in one of those categories, if not multiple, where you say, I want to do this. I'm doing this and you're really not doing it. Or yeah, I'll, I'm going to start on Monday. I'm I'll, I'll start exercising. Like I don't really do. Oh, I'm allowed to be emotional. I had a terrible breakup months ago. I'm divorced. I don't get to see my kids today. We make excuses and lie to ourselves why we're not getting what we want out of life. In each one of those categories, I guarantee if you dove down to it, the reason you don't have certain things in your life that you may want is because you're lying to yourself. You're lying about the truth about who you are, where you're really at in life, and what you need to do to change. We justify all damn day so our precious hearts can feel better in the moment, right? And that's what needs to change. It's about being very honest and transparent with yourself. So my belief, my perspective is life does never life does never life will never change for you until you can start being honest with yourself. Being completely and utterly honest about who you are, how you operate, what you're currently doing. For example, there's a lot of people I've met who with uh, I tied to fitness who say I want a six pack. I want to look good. I want a lean body. But then they're out scarfing McDonald's ice cream, donuts, whatever else, whatever else they want. And you're lying to yourself. You don't really want that or you do it. You would eat it. You would believe it. If you actually believed you could achieve that, you would be doing everything that needs to be done to accomplish what you want. That's when I say you don't really believe what you say. You lie to yourself because when you truly believe something, and again, I'm not just talking religious, but when you really want something and you really believe you can achieve it, you will do anything and everything to make sure you get it because you truly believe if you put your effort and work into it, you will accomplish it. That's what belief is. When you truly believe something, you live it fully. You fully live your beliefs. So what do I mean by that? Well, your life is a direct reflection of all your beliefs. Everything that you have in your life currently, from relationships to finances to mental and emotional health to physical health, is all because of your own belief system. Now, I know you might not like to hear this, but what you say doesn't matter because <laughs> you lie, right? 
Most people are lying to themselves, so that's why the words don't matter. It's how they feel inside and not what their actions are. How many people say they want hundreds of millions of dollars? Well, maybe not a ton of people say that, but want you know good income to make a lot of money. How many people say they want great relationships? Or they want to look good physically, but their actions don't follow any of that. Because when you truly believe you can have those things, you'll go and get them. And you won't settle until you get them because you truly and fully believe you'll have those things. You live your beliefs. So if your life's not where you want it to be yet, it's 100% because of your belief systems about what life is, about who you are, and about what you deserve in life. How do I know? Well, I'm a prime example of living what I believed. I had a lot of old beliefs about myself. I had a lot of victimhood. I believed I was a victim. Poor me. My life is so hard. I couldn't keep a relationship. I'm divided. I'm divorced twice. Two baby mamas, right? I love it. I love having my three boys. Uh, I lost a couple key jobs in my career. Lost a couple businesses, um, and had things kind of smack me in the face over and over again. I'm 37 years old. From the time I was about 18, 17, late 20s, and especially my mid 30s, I was a victim. I played victim because I believed I was a victim. I believed I couldn't get what I wanted out of life because life was hard. Everything went wrong in my life. Well, the crazy thing is I created my own life because that's truly what I believed I deserved. Now initially may it have all been my fault. Maybe, probably I like to blame myself, but it started with some emotional things growing up and having some issues at home, which I discovered and helped heal so I can take full accountability. But that's why emotional intelligence and really diving into who we are is so important. That's why that's that key foundation is knowing who we really are helps us dive into why we've done what we've done in our lives, because everything in our life is our fault. Everything that happened to me in my life was my fault. Both my divorces other bad relationships, things happening to me that I wasn't excited about, right? Some pain I had to go through that I blamed other people for. Losing jobs that I didn't feel like I should have lost. Businesses starting right during the pandemic. Those are all my faults, nobody else's. When you can go back and dissect exactly who you are and understand why you've done what you've done, you're able to understand that you're the problem. You're the one stopping you from having everything you want in your life because that's truly what you believe you deserve. So I truly believed I deserved all those things in my life. So guess what I got? I got more shit because I truly believed that's what I deserved. I believed I didn't deserve great relationships because who would want me? I was divorced with a couple kids at 25, then went through other bad relationships. Financials were rough for me over and over again. Who would want to be with me? So guess what? I get what I believe. So now that I've gone back and owned everything in my life, everything, everything is my fault. I now have the power to change my life. Now, here's the thing. A lot of people talk about love, but very few people actually have love. And you can't pour from an empty cup. We've all probably heard that saying, you can't pour from an empty cup. 
So to really pour into other people and to really pour into uh, another person in a relationship or in your family or your children, you need to have unconditional love. There's a huge difference between conditional and unconditional love. If you only love people based off when they're doing what you like, that's called conditional love. Unconditional love is loving someone no matter what they do, how they operate, how they think, how they, what they say to you, how they treat you. There's a huge difference. And most people have conditional love, right? I'll dive into that later. But finding that true unconditional love for yourself is so vital. Now, how do we fix all this? And how do you get to a point, right? It's a lot easier said than done. And this is what I'm gonna dive into um, over the next course of time and time and time as I create more content and more videos is diving into how you go from that victim mentality no matter what, life life can be hard. And there's a lot of people who have gone through a lot of shit, right? That they could blame and everyone validates them. I had plenty of people validating me in my victimhood. It was a huge problem. That's why I cut everyone out of my life. I didn't want anyone excusing my life anymore because I wasn't. So how do we do this? Well, start with reverse engineering my life. I got to a point where I said, I'm tired of this, this is my fault. I understood everything was my fault. I said, cool, I gotta change. I want more from life. So I need to eliminate everyone from my life. I need them gone. I can't have anyone who thinks they have a voice in my life or thinks they can tell me what to do, what to say, who to be with, where to work, anything. I didn't want any outside input. This is my life and I was taking control. I had owned it now, so everything was my fault. So if I don't have what I want, it's 100% my fault. I can't blame anyone. So I'm going to make sure I set up my stage, my life, my reality optimally for me to win and to have success. So I reverse engineer my life. And this is how I live now. Is I went to the future and said, all right, in a year, two years, three years, four years, what does that version of Parker look like? And I created him. What does he think like? What does he act like? How does he talk? How does he interact with people? How's he in dating? How's he as a father? How is he in business? How's he spiritually, financially? In every which way I went and created this version I wanted to be. And so I did that. And how did I backtrack that, reverse engineer that? I reverse engineered into daily habits that would put me on track to become that person. And I just knew if I focused on those daily habits every single day and did them no matter what, because that's, that's how we win in life is we show up no matter how we feel. It doesn't, doesn't matter how you feel today. It doesn't matter if you're sick, doesn't matter if you're sad, doesn't matter if you're depressed, doesn't matter if you don't feel good, doesn't matter, whatever. You do it anyways. And that's what I committed to. I committed to getting uncomfortable and getting comfortable getting uncomfortable and creating habits every single day that would turn me into the person I am today. And then you reverse engineer again. Now there's a different version in my head that I'm working towards and adding new habits and creating new things in my life. I don't just preach. I practice what I preach and I 100%, that's why I can be so confident these days. I know I live what I preach. I live it. So, and I'll, and I'll show you here in a second, but we pull back to daily tasks to make sure we are becoming that person in compound effect as you continue to do these things and make yourself do them no matter what, eventually in the future, you'll wake up one day like, oh my gosh, look at me, I look way better. Oh my gosh, I've read and I've changed these different ways. My relationships are healthier. I'm making more income. You'll slowly see things change. 
Now the hard part and the thing we got to get away from is most people don't have patience. It's because they're lying to themselves about what their life is. But when you stop lying to yourself and you accept the reality of your life and where you're at and what's really going on. And because you have unconditional love for yourself, you're able to say, Oh, it's okay that I've done this. It's okay that I messed up my life a little bit. I'm going to take control of it. But you also understand because of all the damage you've done to your life, it's going to take some time to fix it. Right? So you get a little patient. So having patience is so key in this. It's not an instant gratification. You can't get things overnight. There's a few things I've learned. Quick relationships, quick money, quick fixes on your body do not last. You need to have patience to know what you're doing and you need to have patience because then you have gratitude. Then you become grateful for what you have. And when it wasn't easy and it wasn't quick and it didn't come fast and you had to be patient and you had to earn it day after day after day after day, you appreciate it and you are grateful for it. And you don't wanna lose it at that point because you know what it took for you to get there. So I wanna end with showing kind of how I did it, how I reverse engineered my life, how that was affected and what I did to do that. Thank you. So one of the easiest things for me was I, I like to track things. I like to track what I'm doing. I like to have wins. Now, in the past, I can honestly say I didn't love myself. And I don't even know if I liked myself a lot of the time, actually. So what I needed was outside validation. I needed validation. So where do we go to get validation, most people? I know that's not you, is social media. Anytime I need a quick like, oh, feel good, attaboy, post something on social media, I feel great. I knew someone would build me up. <laughs> to me, that was sad because I needed it. I know I did. Once I finally stopped lying to myself and admitted what I was doing, it wasn't because I wanted to share something. It was because I wanted attention. And I needed someone else to build me up because I couldn't do it on my own, apparently, which is sad and pathetic on me. But tangents on there. What I did is I, I like wins, though. I think wins feel good right? You want to win. And that's, it's not for anyone else. All of this stuff is for you. And that's part of finding who you are and what makes you tick and what makes you happy is it can't be for anyone else. Because then other people project their thoughts and their beliefs onto your life. But this is about your life and about you and what you want. So when creating habits for you and finding who you are, reverse engineering your life, it can't be about anyone else. It has to be what makes you happy, what puts you in a good state of mind, what helps you work through your emotions, what helps you you know, calm yourself down, learn, understanding, what works for you. And then I like to track it because every day, no matter how the day went, which is a whole other video of there is no good, there's no bad, everything just is, that at the end of the day, I can look at my accountability sheet and be like, cool, I got better today. I got better today. So. About a year and a half ago, I started doing this and I started with simple, simple things. I was reading and meditating and I started doing some yoga. Now, I completely got away from everything of my old identity. I used to lift and work out a ton. I actually was about 60 pounds heavier in muscle about a year and a half ago. Uh, and I got into yoga 
And I just wanted to feel good and feel better because my body was no longer for other people. I didn't care what other people saw. I don't care what they think. It was about me. I just wanted to feel good in my own skin. I wanted to feel athletic. I wanted to be able to play with my kids. I just wanted to be healthy. So that shifted. So I did that and I started tracking these wins every day and it's built up. Now I don't say any of this or show this for anything more than I want to show you how people hold themselves accountable who operate at a higher level throughout the day and what it looks like. So I do uh, a little sheet, check off sheet where I can check and mark these as I go along throughout my day. I have one for morning, afternoon and night. So I started with the morning routine at first and then I went to a night routine and then I started adding some things into my midday. Now, each one of these things is to keep me in check for my energy. It helps me operate in a peak state every single day. So for me, uh, I wake up every morning and I start with an appreciation gratitude list. Three things I'm grateful for, right? I wanna start my day with gratitude and understand that life's always not the easiest. And I'm grateful for things and it takes some work. I set an intention every single day. Every day I set an intention what my focus is that day. Uh, then I read an I am statement. I've created a slide sheet for myself that goes through I am statements, I statements, uh, my intention statements, and then some other things I go through to just put me in a good state of mind. Uh, I meditate for at least 30 minutes a day. I'm usually 30 minutes to an hour a day in the morning. Now, when I first started meditating, and, and meditation is not for everyone, right? Just because I do things and other people do them doesn't mean that's the best way of doing them. I like to meditate because to calm my mind down, and when I meditate, I can go handle anything throughout the day because I've already trained my mind and calmed my mind before I even talk to one person. So every single morning when I first got into meditation, I could not sit still for the life of me. I could do one to five minutes, but it took time and I stuck with it every single day. It changed my life. Uh, I'm currently doing Spanish. So I do Spanish for 15 minutes in the morning. Um, I read for an hour plus in the morning. I do my yoga and stretch. I do some 300 crunches and 100 push-ups in the morning. Now that's my morning. So there's two things. If I'm being completely transparent with you, there's a few reasons I like that. One, I know when my day started, by the time most people are waking up, I've already accomplished more than most people will accomplish in the daytime. And I don't say that egotistically. I say that because deep down in myself, I feel good because I know I'm progressing and working hard at becoming more. And I know it also, I had to work my ass off and tell myself, yes, you're doing these things, even when I didn't want to multiple days. So uh, at nighttime, go through kind of the same list, to-do list, more Spanish, yoga, I read, my I'm statement, three more things I'm grateful for, and I journal and I meditate again. I do some meditation in the, in the afternoon as well. Now, picking habits are supposed to be for you nobody else what makes you feel good what makes you in a good state of mind what makes you be able to control your emotions your mental right physical take care of that what are the things that are helping you pay attention really be aware throughout your day what are the things that are pulling your energy up and what are the things that are dragging your energy down and when you can start paying attention to those things that's when you can start making changes for you right what feels right to you what feels good to you and as you start doing this, you'll start lying to yourself less. You'll start being honest and more transparent with yourself. And we'll start having integrity. And why do I say you don't have integrity? Because how many times have you committed to do something for yourself to get better, to start a, an exercise program, a nutrition program, start reading more, 
to do all these things and then you didn't do them. How many times are you committing to yourself and you quit on yourself? Do you have integrity? Ask yourself that. Do you really have integrity? I was asked that question and it shook me and it really made me think hard because I didn't have full integrity. I did lie to myself a lot and I did say, yeah, I'm going to do that and then I wouldn't do it. Oh, I don't feel like it right now. It doesn't matter when you feel like doing things. If you really want to be successful in finding that joy and fulfillment, it doesn't matter how you feel. It's committing to those things when you don't want to do them. Because if you wanted to do them, you would already be that person, right? So the ultimate thing to completely change that I'll be really quick with is living in presence. And I'll dive more into this in other videos, but one thing I've learned over this last year, year and a half, is most people are living in two places and neither of them are real and neither of them exist. The past and the future. And I really want you to think about this. The past no longer exists. Yesterday, a minute ago, a month ago, a year ago, 10 years ago, it's not real. It doesn't exist. You cannot visit it. You cannot see it except for in your mind. So it's a memory. It's in your mind. It doesn't exist. It's not real anymore. So why do we keep living there? Why do we keep living in the past? That's one thing I had to learn was to let go. Let go of my past. It doesn't exist anymore. It's not real. Anyone who is in my life is in the past. They're not in my life anymore. I don't know them anymore. They don't know me anymore. The version of Parker they think exists is dead. It's gone. <laughs> Unless you've been in my life, like today, you don't know me. And that's a beautiful, beautiful feeling is when you can let go, you can fully grow because you're being present. The past does nothing but hurt you. Thinking about the past, you are again living in pain, what if land, your victimhood or oh the past was so good that memory was so great I wish life was as good as it was back then the past doesn't serve you anymore it's time to let go you can't be present while you're living in the past but yet how many times do you wake up and feel stress and anxiety over things from the past that no longer serve you don't exist anymore why do you live there you don't have to be that person anymore just because you were that somebody, a different version, a year ago, does not mean that person still has to exist today, unless you let them or want them to. The same version of who you were yesterday doesn't have to exist. It's cool, it's amazing, especially if you're someone like me who really didn't love themselves and really put their life in situations that weren't serving me well. It's amazing that we have that ability to let go and that we don't have to be those people anymore. It's truly an amazing gift that the past doesn't exist because we can change, we can grow, we can become better, we become someone completely different. I don't recognize that person I see six months ago, and especially a year ago and beyond, when I see different things pop up, I'm like, who, who the hell is that guy? Glad I'm not him anymore. It's really cool. I'll dive a bit more into that later, but the future also hurts us. What's the future? It's in our minds. It doesn't exist. It's not real yet. It hasn't happened. 
So why are we living there? Why do we stress about things that haven't happened yet? We're creating these emotions that, you know, biologically and neurologically affect us because we're adding so much stress and anxiety about things that aren't even real. But we're creating this chaos in our life for a future that's not even real yet, which only ruins the present moment. So in those two places we live in the past and in the future, which don't even exist anymore, completely takes us out of and ruins the only thing that is real, which is the present moment. That's the only thing that exists. That's the only thing that's real. And when you understand this present moment and where you're sitting right now, standing wherever you're at, is the only thing that's real, why would you ever, ever want to ruin the only thing that's real with stress, anxiety, fear, hate, envy, lust, unless you're into that stuff. <laughs> Why would you wanna ruin it? Why would you wanna ruin it with that stuff? Why not ruin it or not? Why would you want to ruin it instead? Why would you not want to make it the most joyful experience you could? Because it's the only thing that you're guaranteed, which is right now and fill it with joy and love and fun, happiness, letting go of the past, letting go of what people think about you, letting go of how people might see you, perceive you because of how you live your life. Once you realize most people are unhappy and don't love themselves, you stop worrying what they think. It's a powerful, powerful gift. But the only way to get to the present moment, clear and free of chaos from the past and fear of the future, is letting go and finding your own beliefs, your own truths. In every aspect of life, that's the key. It's finding exactly your truth, your belief, and how you should operate and what that looks like to you and nobody else. You. Again, you cannot pour from an empty cup. You cannot pour into other people until your cup is full. And yet, so many of us try to add to other people's cups when we're empty, depleted, or half full. You've got to take care of yourself. It's not selfish. It's the opposite of selfish. I put so much more time and energy into who I am and, and who I am daily. And I have very strict boundaries about my life and who's allowed in my life and who's allowed space and energy in my life or what things take up space and energy in my life because taking care of me and my energy is so damn important because that's what makes me who I love today. That's who I love being as a father in business in friendships and everything I do. So it's the opposite of selfish. It's exactly what everyone in your life would love, would benefit a lot more of if you having that true unconditional love for yourself, which takes time and pouring into yourself. And for those men who think sappy bullshit stuff, I'm too tough, I'm not gonna dive in that. It's a huge problem. I was that guy who thought he was tough. I thought I was you know, couldn't cry, couldn't have emotions. That's not tough. That's not being a real man. Real men understand their emotions. Real men understand why they feel what they feel. And they feel them because the only way to let go is to feel. Emotions aren't bad. Emotions are great and amazing. Emotions are a wonderful experience. Let's just think about emotions for a second. Most people label emotions as good and bad. This is a good emotion, this is a bad emotion. What are good emotions? Typically what people label, you know, feeling happy, feeling excited, 
grateful, right? Uh, whatever, joyful, happy, excited. Good, we all know what we label good emotions. Well, how many times have you had a good emotion and it's actually done a disservice for you? How many times does that happen? What I mean by that is how many times have you been excited about meeting someone, going somewhere, a vacation, uh, just out for the night or an event to only have it not go the way you wanted? And you end up getting frustrated, angry, upset because you put an expectation tied because there was an emotion tied to it. Now, did that good emotion serve you well or did it hurt you in the end? Now the adverse, how many bad emotions that you would label bad end up being really good? Where you got dumped in the relationship and the career or lost a job, you know, a lot of different things, deaths, different things that have happened to us that were so hard on us, so hard, but then end up being one of the greatest blessings of your life because it changed you and it created a better experience for you and made you stronger or more aware. But we labeled it initially bad and end up being one of the greatest things for us. Just alone in these last five years, I had probably three or four things that I labeled one of the ter most terrible things to happen in my life. And those terrible experiences end up being the greatest things to happen to me. And I'm truly grateful for them. The cool thing about the past is it doesn't exist. You can rewrite history. My victimhood that used to be victim, 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 this person did this, that person did that, now became such a cool journey of a bunch of cool experiences I got to go through that made me who I am today. I am so extremely grateful for every difficult experience I got to go through. Every person, every situation, every argument, every disappointment, sadness, loss. I'm grateful for it. So I got to rewrite my whole history to not be about victimhood, but to be about growth and opportunity and what cool experiences. That's what's so cool. So once we understand our emotions, there's no good and no bad. And you can start looking at those emotions. And when you're feeling emotions saying, hey, this is a bad emotion just because I'm a man, me feeling sad right now is not a bad emotion. We're human beings. Our bodies are chemical. We get to feel these emotions, like they're experiences. We as humans just label them bad for some reason. Feeling sad actually can feel amazing. It's a cool emotion to feel. It's a cool experience to feel that pain. How cool is it that we get to experience so much pain over certain things because we love somebody or like somebody so much that it hurt? What a cool experience. I've been traveling a lot. I've had amazing kids who have supported uh, some journeys and business ventures this last year, uh, which has allowed me to grow tenfold. And what a cool experience I've had and my kids too, to miss so much because we love each other and we wanna be around each other so much. Instead in the past, I'm like, I can't believe I have to be away from my kids to do something like this. And now it became what a cool experience that I have 
three goobers I love so damn much that I miss them and I actually can feel it. That's a cool experience. So when you can feel your emotions, then you can work through them and you can understand them and understand where they stem from. So I challenge you all to really go take some time and understand your truths and your beliefs in all these areas. Find what's working for your life, what's not working for your life, who you need to fire, who you need to hire, what habits you need to get rid of, what you wanna change, and go imagine that person that you wanna be because you truly can create that person. It's cool as hell. It really is. It's cool. You can completely be whatever and whoever you wanna be. It's the greatest thing ever. Once you can let go of all the thoughts, beliefs, and perspectives put onto you by other people, what life should be. You get to create life exactly the way you want it. And it's not hoopla, but it's not easy. It's not a quick, rich, not get a quick, rich scheme. It doesn't happen overnight. It's not take a pill and life's better. It's hard work. It's scary sometimes. It's all unknown. When you completely let go of the future and control, the future is unknown. You got to create your own. It can be intense. It can be lonely. It can be a lot of things. But I will tell you, it's the most worthwhile journey you will ever, ever take in your life because you'll never felt so much joy because you'll know exactly why you are the way you are and you'll know how to fix it. And then you'll be able to go create whatever you want and have whatever you want because it's your life and nobody else's. I appreciate the time for those of you who stuck around. Look forward to putting out more videos. Truly challenge you to get out there, change your life, create the life you want, work through the bullshit, and I promise you, you can get the exact life you want. Until next time, Parker within process.